0: Mel. No.
1: minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
2: Take one step in the sunshine. My Sad wake up to Israel Look around and you see The vast eternal of Is for us, can't you see? And though we feel despair That special day is all here. You are not you, it's all for you My Sad Fahashem And you'll see a world so full of confusion. You know, i to guide you away. Bye. Wake up, When God keeps throwing, Look around and you see His vast eternal plan It's for us, can't you see? And though we feel this same That special day is almost here You are in two, it's all for you Hasech HaHashem
3: Sing for wishing, praying for mercy. I've let love wander and and break forth in song.
1: J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. Sphere of Format continues. Isn't that amazing news? We always have great news for you here. And <laughs> and the Sphere of Format continuing is uh, just a piece of the amazing news we have for you on this Monday morning. It's Monday, April the 30th, the final day of April 2018. The, can you imagine 2018 is a third gone already? My gosh. Um, today is day 15 in the month of E.R., Day number 15. Uh, Today is also day 30 in the counting of the Omer. Four weeks, two days. Today is day number 30. Four weeks, two days. We forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Today is the final day of Bahab for this season. Hope your Pesach Shani was nice. Hope your uh, Shabbos was nice. We had the uh, incredible privilege of being at the NCSY summer leadership Shabbaton my gosh talk about a building filled with some of the greatest educators, influencers um, Kiruv experts I-, I didn't even like that term Kiruv experts I would just say genuine genuine uh, Kiruv ambassadors how's that um, Just uh, just amazing amazing people Big thank you to the OU, to NCSY, to NCSY Summer for having us part of it. It was really something, a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos. Last night, uh, spent some time at the Alaniato Hospital dinner, a um, beautiful event, the Manhattan Center, really, really beautiful. Alaniato Hospital is such a key institution in Israel. So it was a pleasure being there as well. And I hope you had a nice Shabbos, a good weekend, and uh, welcome to a Monday, everybody. 47 degrees, morning light rain, and a high of 56. Clouds early tonight, then clearing with a low of 47. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high-reaching 76. Oh, gosh, do I hope that's true. Oh, do I hope the weather uh, people got it right this time. I could use some 76-degree weather. Speaking of the 70s, Yerushalayim right now at 78, we're at 47 in New York City, as we say uh, as we say, good morning here at uh, JM in the AM. A um, couple of things today. Uh, this coming Sunday, a JCT dinner. We'll take a close look at that. Don't forget, Thursday is Lagba Omer. Thursday is Lagba Omer. Always a special programming on Lagba Omer. We'll have an amazing JM in the AM. A, a great live lunch all filled with fantastic music. So make sure you are uh, tuned in for that. We have our uh, fundraiser coming up. Those of you who are inclined to give early, we welcome that. It's a practice we do not discourage. Um, you can go to fjbunity.org. I, not- I noticed listener Joseph just gave something this morning. Thank you. fjbunity.org and contribute to JM and the AM to keep us going for another year here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Um. Yeah, Eric, Eric on our app is assuming we're not play, we are playing uh, a cappella music. The only the only selections I don't play that's in terms of a cappella were our theme songs. Uh the daily theme from Regesh Modaani and of course the Monday morning theme song. Um But otherwise we're playing uh we're playing all the uh a cappella material as part of our uh presentation anyway let's uh let's get back speaking of acapella let's get back to the uh, acapella selections uh this one comes from uh, noah solomon and company 27 minutes before 7 a.m monday morning back to school back to work together right here at jm in the a.m (laughs)
4: The <laughs>
3: Lâchez-le. She
1: A Yom Shlishi medley from the Sphira album here at JM in the AM. Noah Solomon before that with Hine from the Shabbos a cappella. That's the Havdalah service. Uh, my apologies to listener Eric. Apparently I did sneak in a non-a cappella song completely uh, by accident, I might add. Just realized my mistake a couple of minutes ago, so I apologize. We, in fact, did... Uh, Did sneak one in there, but um, wouldn't be able to get to the Jericho song this morning. Thursday on Lagba Omer, we plan on a major Jewish music blowout between 6 and 9 a.m. Make sure to join us Thursday morning for Lagba Omer right here at JMM.
3: Asked the man I saw, how many Jews in this town? He said to me, There used to be a minion around, but one of us passed away and we've been feeling down. Yet now it seems as though another Jew has been found. Won't you stay with us for Shabbos Minion Man? I off the bus in Mobile, Alabama The sun was slowly setting on the bay It was six o'clock on a summer Friday afternoon Shabbos was an hour away I walked around the town wondering what to do But Shabbos, there's no time to be feeling blue away and we've been feeling down yet now it seems as though another Jew has been found won't you stay with us for Shabbos minion man we walked down Winston Avenue a block then two more went into a shop that read closed on the door there was, there was a minion in the back of a hardware store Nine men waiting for one more We ushered in the Shabbos with a beautiful song The chazam had a voice that was clear and strong We sang out as one all Shabbos long I had to be Shabbos Minion Man.
1: Boy, I hate to interrupt this song, frankly, but it is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at on the alchomesingle network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Once our news is ready, we'll pump it up here at JM in the AM.
3: A few died, some moved on. But the back of the store still remembers the song. to The nine men who waited... One came alone. How Shabbos was carried on a song. Whoa! I the man,
5: I saw how many Stein, Kan Ofek Albert, Im. What's happening שירה באדיום של ועדת אחזza ביטחון בכנסת שידана בשארazo באварת סמוכות הממשלת לאחrazil מלחמה לידיה כabinet כתב העיתון צפוי צחי דבוש
6: חברה ועדת צפויים לasher בשאר אקוואקיה הממשלת תעביר סמוכויות לאחrazil מלחמה לabinet המדינה ביטחוני מחלוקת צוירתית אורירא סביב סאף נוסע שקובע כי בנסיבות קיצוניות ראשיהם ראש הממשלת וسار ביטחון לקבלת אחלתה במיניאן חוקי של מדינת ישראל.
5: קבוצת האקדמיה של בניי סחנין שוקנית לגיש תביעת אוצאת לשון ראה נגד רושם ממשלת נתניהו. והכתוב שפירסמה תידיא ל Fiat ושמיעו קריאות בוז של לודאי הקבוצה. במלח דקתה דומייה לזכור אוגיאס סונושית אפון. כתבנו אופיר יונatan.
2: בשארה אונא פרסם מסירתון משידור אודז אスポור שמחיש כי לא נישם קריאות בוז במלח דקת הדומיה. קהה הקבוצה בוחנת. אם שורד לגיש תביעת לשון ראה נגד רושם ממשלת נתניהו. שישיתפה הכתבה של יתנאי אודז שewanר בפייסבוק שלו. בתרם ה gota מהקבוצה נמסר מצפים מיד נתניהו להתנצל מלישכת ראש הממשלה דרם למסר תגובה
5: החשוד בדיווחי שב על חפצים חשודים בותי ספר באזור מרכז, והפצחן מאשקלון יעצור בחל ניסן, כתבתנו שיר עזרף.
7: מסיחות אלמוניות שיתקבלו בשבת במוקד 100,000 ישנם חפצים חשודים בותי ספר בתל אביב ובכפר סבא, פתחה משטרה בחקירה, ומעלהה התגלה שמדובר באתראות שב שמקורן בפצחן בן 12 שע- מהשקלון שפיצה את הסיחות מתוך הכלה שוצרו בו. לאחר דיון בבית המשפט אוחלת להארכת מעצרו בארבעה ימים.
5: Mr. פתחה Henkin, the של who are not going to be able כתבנו ניר it, and the people
8: who are not going to be able to do that, you can't get a little
5: bit לפני a little bit of a little bit of a פועל בניין כבין חמישים נפצע קשה כשנפל מגובה חמישה מטרים באתר בנייה בנצרת. צוות של מגן דוד אדום טיפל במקום, פינא אותו לבית החולים כשהוא מורדם ומונשם. בגת דנה בוקר של אדם פתיחה באש כלפי מפגינים בגבול רצועת עזה. כתבתנו מוריה אסרף.
9: העתירה שהוקשה על ידי ארגוני זכויות אדם ביקשה מבגץ לשנות מיד את הוראות הפתיחה באש נגד המפגינים בצעדות החמאס בגבול רצועת עזה. לדבריהם כוחות הביטחון פתחו באש נגד מפגינים גם כשלא סיכנו את חייהם. בתשובה על העתירה צענה כי כפופים לחוק הישראלי והבינלאומי. בתום דיון סוער נקבע כי בשבוע הבא התכנסו שוב שופטי בגץ לדון בעתירה.
5: התחזית עלייה נוספת החדשות שעורכת פ
1: Jam in the am for those who felt that they were uh, slighted, but the uh, end of Minion Man, this is for you.
3: So won't you stay with us
1: for Shabbos at... JM and the AM didn't want to uh, upset the people that were uh, not happy that we interrupted the song to go to uh, news from Israel. It's a Monday morning at four minutes after seven o'clock. Good morning. All final day of April, the 15th of ER. Today is day 30 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 30, if you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Um, we'll check in with our friends at the JCT, Jerusalem College of Technology. They have their big dinner coming up Sunday night. Again, a big shout out to everybody at NCSY, especially summer NCSY, David Cutler and company. What an amazing leadership Shabbatone they had. It was amazing to be there and to see it all. Big yes, to Alan Fagan and really everybody at the OU, Marsh Bain and their amazing leadership, not only for the incredible Shabbos, but for the amazing day that uh, we continue to hear about from people. Yesterday at City Field, just uh, remarkable. Really, a remarkable and amazing day, talent wise, academic wise, organ- organization wise. From what we are told, was organized really, really well. So, kollel to everybody who had a part of it. More coming up. It's Monday Fira format. Monday at JM in the AM. <laughs>
3: Y'all wanna be, Y'all wanna be. And I'm doing okay wow. And I'm here to bring Mashiach Any day wow. Got to buy wine. who comes walking in. Four cups for me and one cup for him. Eliahu, Eliahu wanna be. Ba ba.
1: Eliahu wanna be.
3: bam bam do du This day, this day ba, enough, we cried, and the spies in the desert or might, we'll sing, come alive, we'll be Damn. at the Feast of Jeremiah, like the Fire, the holiday ambitious of us, here comes my Zadie, a road here from New York, and for the lady, the bed I see a red cow return and get pure God's in the house is my talit, hand um, I'll take the rock on the eagle's wings until I'm able to See red cow return, get pure, God's in the house, here's my talit. hang on, I'll take the ride on the eagle's wings until I'm able, Able, Able. the holiday of to this day, The holiday of tisha ball. 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 la holiday la tisha la.
2: Op weg van de
3: ¡Gracias por ver The Secret of the Strong Jew Samson's flowing hair so wise Well, I'll try to get it from you Then your power will be gone I am your confidant Won't you let down your guard to mine Now your head is clean And it's performance time Can you leave me by the pillars, let me rest my hands right there, give me strength for just a little, take revenge for what I hear, oh I've got the strength, it's time for praying, my soul just take it. Since flowing hair is so wise, well, I'll try to get it from you, then your power will be gone. I am your confidant, won't you let down your guard to mine? Now your head is clean, and it's performance time. Can you? my soul just take it do up to up bump do to up do to up 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 one, One top, two, two, three, four. Do, do it, it again. Oh, it Shalom Bim roma O Yase, Shalom Shalom We all call
1: in the a.m. Nice one, huh? Oseh Shalom done by the Maccabees. We are, in fact, in our Sphira format here at JM in the a.m. And the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh Shlock Rock with Samson's Flowing Hair. You heard Ellie Gerstner in there. Kim Alachav. Capella with the Holiday of Tisha B'av. Eliyahu and Dust in the Wind uh, to open up um, this hour here at JM in the a.m. Monday morning, day 30 in the counting of the Omer, final day of Bahab. Lagba Omer is Thursday. We cannot wait, frankly. We cannot corroborate any of the stories coming out of Israel. Uh, President Trump being there for the embassy move on May 14th, Jonathan Pollard, all this stuff. We cannot corroborate any of it. It's amazing when we check with our sources, uh, none of it seems to be true, but you never know. Our sources sometimes tend to be quiet. Until things happen One thing we're not quiet about is that we're raising money For Jam and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network This is something we do every single year And we hope all of you out there will be as generous as possible uh, Go to fjbunity.org Easiest way to do it FJB, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting fjbunity.org um, Give what you can uh, To support us and keep us going for yet another year And um, your help, of course, is greatly, greatly appreciated. And we'll try to keep our commitment, which uh, essentially is uh, to provide great programming every single day, as much original content as possible, and just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. So go to fjbunity.org. You can read the letter that I wrote that outlines uh, why it's important to support us after all these years, after all these incredible decades. J.M. and the A.M., more coming up in our Sphere of Format. Rabbi Goldwasser and more right around the corner. Keep it here on a Monday as we head back to school and back to work at J.M. and the A.M. Jam in the AM, a.k.a. Pello off their platinum album, the Umda. Nice job on that selection, I must say. Acapella, Sphere, call what you wish. We're in this format until we get to Thursday. Thursday morning broadcast of Jam in the AM will be our Log Bomer special. Oh, we're looking forward to it, all right. That's for sure. Make sure to join us, everybody. Log Bomer morning between 6 and 9. Live lunch that day will certainly be exciting. A lot of things will be exciting that day. But you have to make sure to join us. Make sure to be tuned in. Logboomer morning. Hear all your favorites. Well, I don't know if all your favorites will make it in, but you know, hear a lot of your favorites, (laughs) especially recent favorites. I believe our by Goldwasser is a uh, an encore presentation of one of our by Goldwasser's recent discussions. So um, be aware of that as we start. Morning Chizuk. This time each and every Monday through Thursday, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Masar of and of here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning.
8: A Mishnah in Per-Kiova states, be careful in performing a minor mitzvah just as a person would be careful in performing a major mitzvah, for we don't know the reward that is given for each mitzvah. We calculate the cost of a mitzvah against its reward, and the reward of a sin, against its cost. The Haflo comments on this, and notes, that if we don't know the reward for each mitzvah, how could we possibly assess its value? He cites the Talmud in Chulin. There was once an individual, who stole a mitzvah Kisayadam, covering the blood, from the person who had shechted the bird. Rabban determined, that the injured party, should be paid 10 golden pieces. How was this amount estimated? Rabban established how much the mitzvah was worth to the person from whom it had been stolen. The injured party revealed his assessment of his own personal value of the mitzvah. Had he not, the guilty party would have been obligated to pay whatever price was demanded of him. The, the Hafla says, this is how we read the Mishnah. Be scrupulous in performing a minor mitzvah as in a major mitzvah for we don't know the reward given for each of the mitzvahs. The reward for the mitzvah can be assessed by calculating the personal value of the mitzvah and also the punishment for an avera by one's personal evaluation of the worth of the avera. The Flo concludes that one who does a mitzvah solely because of his deep love for Hashem and he really doesn't consider the reward he's going to receive, his compensation is indeed infinite. A wealthy man with a wonderful daughter was seeking an equally extraordinary son-in-law. When he finally found a suitable character, he invited the father to come meet with him so that they could finalize the Shidduch. Since the prospective Mechoten lived in a faraway city, the father of the girl sent a magnificent carriage to transport him. The two parents met for a few hours, but the father of the young man seemed reluctant. When the wealthy man saw it, he offered him a deal sweetener. Aside from the substantial dowry that his daughter would bring to the marriage, the wealthy man promised the mechoten an additional 400 gold pieces. The prospective mechoten was still hesitant. The girl's father then tried another tactic. He turned to the young man who was sitting on the side of the table and proposed the shidduch directly to him. The young man immediately accepted they wished each other mazel tov, drank a echayim and signed the tenoim without the approval of the father. A while later, the father of the chassan approached the man and said, Where are the 400 golden coins you promised me? The wealthy man said, Oh no, it's true that I offer you that large sum of money, but that was only so you would be amenable to the shidduch. Now that the shidduch was finalized without you, we have no business together. Similarly, the Dumnomagid points out, Hashem Yisburach makes a shirach among Klau Yisrael. It's between the goof and the neshama. When the neshama wants to perform a mitzvah, it needs the cooperation of the goof. If the goof or the body is amenable and helps the neshama achieve its desires, then the goof is rewarded in this world. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
3: Hashem alach, Hashem imdoch leolam vaeh, Hashem nelev, Hashem alach.
1: Sham in the a.m. Monday morning, heading back to school and back to work in our sphere of format at 20 minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning. My name is Nahum Siegel. Thanks for tuning in from around the world. You can comment on our app. Go to uh, the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone. Comment away. Uh, Love to hear what you have to say, where you're listening, what you want to hear, etc., etc. Final day of Bahab. It's day 30 in the counting of the Omer. Day 30, uh, which is uh, four weeks and two days, if you forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Light rain this morning in New York with a high 56. Tomorrow, could you imagine? We're supposed to go up to 76 degrees. All right. Now, we're talking. Tomorrow, our Yeshiva League sports update in the 7 o'clock hour. That's at 7.20. Am I right? I believe I am right that the uh, Yeshiva University uh, Maccabees have again, Um, yeah, have again captured the Skyline Conference Championship. Men's tennis captures the fifth straight Skyline Championship and an NCAA bid with a win over Merchant Marine. This happened yesterday. This happened in Queens, New York, we are told. And uh, we are saying kolakavod to these University Maccabees, in in this case, the men's tennis team. They've won Skyline again. They go to the NCAAs. Mazalta from all of us here at JM and the AMs. This, uh, this is a big piece of news, to say the least. Anyway, our Yeshiva League sports update tomorrow, seven twenty, right here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. And of course, we're all focused on Thursday, Lag B'Omer. You know how fun Lag B'Omer can be. Make sure to wake up with us and the big Lag B'Omer Jewish music blowout starting at six a.m. Eastern time, even earlier. I bet y'all be here earlier than that on Lag B'Omer to start things off with a. Great bonus, JM. So make sure to be tuned in this coming Thursday morning right here at JM in the AM. Oh, no. Ooh.
3: That it may Hutton, and... we're da la. <laughs> In the hand, in the May <laughs> I
1: I guess as we get closer to the uh, brand new year, yeah, I know it's tomorrow's May first, which, believe it or not, <laughs> might get some people focused on uh, what's happening toward the end of the summer, early Rosh Hashanah of of this year, right? Well, as we get uh, as we get um, closer to the brand new year, I guess we'll play that more and more. Anyway, a cappella version of "Good Life" that is the uh, Maccabees, of course, here at JMM, and not to scare anybody, in terms of time flying even faster than we think it does. But according to my research, <laughs> my extensive research, do I have it here? Is it not on this calendar? Here it is. Wow, Rosh Hashanah starts Sunday night, September 9th. Wow. Pretty early. And tomorrow is uh, is May 1st. So I guess we do have some time. JM in the AM, before the uh, Good Life with the Maccabees, you heard uh, Ari Goldwag, Hinnity, he was the one with the Hinnity, someone asked on the app. Chaim Shal Shalom was his as well. Hashem Melech came from the Y studs. If you go to the NSN, Nakhom Single Network app for Android and iPhone, you'll see a Mazel Tov wish to Ruvain Carmen and Tzivia Gross on their recent engagement. Ruvain Carmen and Tzivia Gross, Mazel Tov from all of us at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, Heard. On listener sponsored digital radio, around the world the web and On the Nachum Network, and of course, on the beloved NSNF. Hey <laughs> <laughs>
3: kar kar vena follow follow hima follow hima hima follow follow hima hima follow follow now i come to so don't now come to don't come to don't come so Gentlemen, but are you certain you're singing the right lyrics? hey, Hey, hey,
1: J.M. in the A.M. on this Monday's Sphere of Format Monday. Don't forget, it's day 30 in the counting of the Omer. Well, this coming Sunday night, this coming Sunday night in New York City, the friends of the Jerusalem College of Technology gathered together at Lincoln Square Synagogue for their gala dinner. You know that uh, Mayim Bialik, the famous actress, is going to be the keynote speaker that evening. Uh, seems everybody's looking forward to this event because uh, Baruch Hashem people are coming from far and wide to be part of it. Established in 1969, the Jerusalem College of Technology is one of Israel's most prestigious and unique academic institutions of higher learning with a focus on science, technology, and Judaism. Stuart Hershkowitz, Vice President, Jerusalem College of Technology is with us live via telephone on this exciting Monday morning. Stu, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Exciting is right, huh? We're within one week of the big dinner.
4: Absolutely. This is our first dinner in about 10 years. Wow. And we really think that it's, it's the right time to do it. Uh, we're gearing up with some big plans at the college. Wow. And we want everyone to know about the important things that we're doing.
1: I'm glad there's amazing, an amazing reaction for what's going on Sunday night. You know, I mentioned on the air last week that um, I had read that not everybody in Hollywood is appreciative of Maya Bialik's neuroscience background, but I bet a lot of people in the room on Sunday night will appreciate her neuroscience background.
4: <laughs> well, I think that in terms of empowering women, um, JCT is really um, quite unique. Um one out of uh, five women in the state of Israel who are studying computer science are studying at JCT, and they're all from women.
1: Unbelievable. The whole thing is an amazing accomplishment, and, th- and this continues to grow. This category, as you've told us, just continues to grow and grow to the point where, hence, the, the expansion, the building, the, the growth that's necessary has got to take place on the campus, right?
4: Absolutely. We're planning a beautiful new campus um, for the women. Right now, they're in a rented building in an industrial area, so we're going to be building a beautiful state-of-the-art campus uh, starting, hopefully, sometime in 2019.
1: Wow. So this must be a big boost for everybody. I mean, to see a—thank God, I mean, we still have six days to go, but to see a successful dinner shaping up must give everybody a lot of confidence that all these plans can really get into motion soon.
4: Yeah, we were a little concerned because we're not all that well-known here in the United States, but the response so far for the dinner has been incredible. Uh, We're up over 400 people now coming to the dinner, and uh, the reservations keep pouring in. So we're really looking forward to a great turnout.
1: Well, we are looking forward to it. It's going to be an amazing night this coming Sunday, May the 6th, the Friends of Jerusalem College of Technology Gala Dinner. We recommend to everybody out there, get to the website, friendsofjct.org. Again, that's friendsofjct.org. The honoree for the evening, Golan Ben-Oni, Shield of David honoree, Global Chief Information Officer at IDT. There'll be a tribute to Dr. Rosalie Schachter as well, a trailblazer for women in the field of technology. And as Stu just said, this is a, a major topic and a big category that continues to grow and that's certainly being addressed by the international JCT community, Lincoln Square Synagogue, six o'clock on Amsterdam Avenue on the Upper West Side. This coming Sunday in New York City, everybody out there has an opportunity to spark innovation by being at the event. And I know a lot of people want to come and hear my imbiolic and obviously pay tribute to the to the honorees. But Stu, as I said to you uh, last time we spoke, it's really an opportunity for people to support. Uh, the growth of technology in Israel, It's it, the, the, Israel, as we know, is number one or certainly is perceived to be number one when it comes to technology in this world. And we get an opportunity by supporting JCT to support that effort to move forward.
4: Absolutely. The startup nation is missing today over 10,000 engineers and good computer people, uh, people with a full academic degree in computers. And we're really one that certainly in Jerusalem, the main supplier of uh, of of uh, manpower, so it's something that yes, you are supporting the startup nation and Israel's ability to continue to grow by supporting JCT.
1: It really is incredible, and it's one of those uh, it's one of those win-win situations. everybody gets to support an Israeli institution, come out, pour money into a great cause and at the same time watch Israel grow from it as, uh, as more and more of the students are supported and more and more of the projects that JCT has continue to grow it really is amazing and and we've mentioned and this is one of the things we've spoken about uh, uh, in addition uh, to the women's piece of the entire thing uh, JCT has been one of those rare institutions in Israel that has been able to attract people from all walks of Jewish life from right to left so to speak and I mean all the way right <laughs> to all the way left and you can attest to that you can attest to the fact that it's a very delicate balance and sometimes hard to do but you guys have done it pretty well.
4: So today the uh, issue of uh, the Haredi community studying academia is a very, very hot topic in Israel, and we have today 2,000 Haredi students at the college out of 5,000 students, and it's absolutely having a major effect on the Haredi community taking them out of the uh, cycle of poverty, which so many of them are unfortunately caught up in, um, and we feel that this is a great way, uh, it, it's, it's a profession that many Haredim feel very comfortable in, uh, computers, it, it gives them the flexibility, it gives them the proper environment, and we're very happy that we're really leading the, the, um, the movement in Israel to allow whichever Haredim are interested in studying uh, computer science to come and study with us.
1: And by the way you mentioned proper environment. That that also costs money, you know, to make everyone comfortable and to accommodate everyone in, in a way that they'll all be comfortable. Uh, that costs money as well. That's, you know, that requires sometimes, you know, uh, adjustments to campuses and thinking ahead of how to grow the campus in the proper way. Well,
4: absolutely. We have, you know, separate campuses from day one for the last 50 years for men and women. Right. And uh, what it means is that professors have to speak twice the same day, give the same exact class to the men and women, uh, which makes it a very costly operation rather than having one class for men and women together. But that's certainly one of the principles that JCT was founded upon, and we have no intention of changing that. Having said that, um, it it certainly does uh, add to the costs, and uh, everything basically has to be doubled.
1: Yeah, no question about it. Stuart Hershkowitz is with us, Vice President of the Jerusalem College of Technology. Everyone is encouraged to be there this coming Sunday night. Mayim Bialik is going to be there, which is fun and nice and even educational, because she could tell us a lot about the world of science and where Israel is heading in that world. Uh, Come pay tribute to the honorees. Be there for a great, delicious dinner at Lincoln Square Synagogue beginning at 6 p.m. The easiest way, there is an office number at 212-563-5620. That's 212-563-5620. The easiest way to place a reservation, let everybody know you're coming, is to go to the website friendsofjct.org. That's friendsofjct.org. And, of course, you'll have an opportunity there on the site to register and get your contribution and registration in. Stu Hershkowitz, anything you'd like to add about Sunday night?
4: That's it. We look forward to seeing you and everybody else oh, I am pumped. on uh, Sunday night.
1: I am pumped for this one. I think it's going to be great, and it's obvious. I mean, for, for an organization, that's already double what you expected, and you still have a week to go. You, you Usually this is the week when everyone wakes up uh, <laughs> to show <laughs> right. up for the dinner. So you have, you're going to have a very, very big week ahead, please, God. Thank you, Stu. We'll see you Thank Sunday night. Welcome. We will see you Sunday night. I'm telling you, most people will wait till now before they make a reservation for a dinner that's six days away. So uh, even more people will hopefully be at Lincoln Square Synagogue uh, on Sunday night. I look forward to greeting everybody. And already, as you heard, already a major success. First dinner in a long time. They have a great speaker. They have an unbelievable cause. And they have a lot of people in the New York area that want to see technology, especially technology under the umbrella of JCT grow and grow. Uh, again, you can go to the website friendsofjct.org. Uh, more coming up. It is uh, ten minutes after eight o'clock. It's a J.M. in the A.M. Monday on this day thirty in the counting of the Omer. That's uh, four weeks and two days. We forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. More coming up at J.M. in the A.M.
3: A <Sings> hay
1: J.M. in the A.M. Six thirteen with Achenu here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, you heard the uh, A.K. Pella and the Manavu. My thanks to Stewie Hershkowitz. Hope to see everybody at the J.C.T. dinner on Sunday night, in New York City at Lincoln Square Synagogue. It should be real. It should be a lot of fun. Should be great, actually. Uh, Monday morning, final day of Bahab, 47 degrees, morning light rain, and a high temperature of 56. Amazing lineup today, as you would suspect, on a Monday. We really do have an amazing lineup every Monday. Uh, Mayor Weingarten with the next live edition of The Israel Show. Ten young lives were wiped away by a flash flood last week, as you know. The Israel Show looks at several aspects of the tragedy, exploring pre-army Michinot acts of heroism, and a most familiar pasuk tehilim which connects to the events in the Negev. Uh, and then not to be missed, slow and inspirational Israeli music mix. Uh, tune in right after JM and the AM and make sure you have the NSN app and make sure you don't forget to like the Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. The world of sports is the focus at uh, 10 o'clock when um, Yoni Pollack hosts uh, After Further Review. That'll be an hour of sports talk on the Nahum Siegel Network. And then an hour of politics and government and uh, economy. Jake Novak with Novak Now starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Jake Novak with Novak Now starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time uh, here at uh, the Nachum Siegel Networks, so all that great programming will go until at uh, 12 noon. And then, of course, back to our Sphere of Music, et cetera, or exactly however we refer to it, Sphere of Format, Sphere of Selections, <laughs> you know. Uh, they'll all be part of your day uh, after that on a Monday. JM in the AM, and uh, a reminder that our big fundraiser is um, is beginning. You're going to receive a letter in the mail about the big fundraiser that'll go until May the 11th, and I hope everybody out there is going to be participating. You can go, to, you can go now and actually support us this moment uh, by clicking on fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Uh, And if you go to fjbunity.org, you can make a generous donation. You'll see the letter there that I wrote regarding our big fundraiser for this year. And I hope you'll participate and be part of this, uh, not just listener experience, but support experience. The collective group that keeps this uh, amazing program together and going each and every year, now for 35 years, and keeps the Alchem Segal Network rolling on a daily basis, and believe you me, it's much appreciated. Jacob Kornbluh is going to join us. Any truth to this uh, Pollard to Israel uh, rumor? He might know. We'll speak to him about it coming up. Sharsheret has their annual benefit luncheon this Sunday at 10 a.m. at the Teaneck Marriott at Glenpoint. Um, featured speaker uh, Tanya Zuckerbrot, founder and CEO of F-Factor and member of Sharsheret's Medical Advisory Board. Information, sharsheret.org, org for information on that. Um, mazal tov to all the honorees of the Manhattan Day School dinner. Uh, they celebrate 75 years of Manhattan Day School this coming Sunday at 5 o'clock at MDS. Uh, alumni, go to mdsweb.org slash alumni mdsweb.org slash alumni. if you'd like to uh, register for the 75th annual dinner, mdsweb.org slash dinners75, mdsweb.org slash dinners75. All right. A lot of cool things going on in our community, Baruch Hashem, that I must say. Thank God, thank God. Uh, more coming up. Jacob Cornblue is going to join us, and we'll talk about uh, a whole bunch of stuff, that's for sure. Uh, meanwhile, this, um, meanwhile, this is a selection from, oh, you know what? Let's go to the, um, let's go to the new selections that, uh, Ari Goldwag has released. He's released some really cool, uh, uh, new selections from acapella soul volume number five. And I believe this is the first track on that album at JM in the AM. do da do do do
3: Call a letter, not in this not Shamay never lo No, sick ma shay shamay lo No, shay She no theme in the soul This is a dream that you canule the связels Once more to live So let the the shall live your time lo. Lo lo Low sick we code, you're for my shell for low na sikh real code Kim Bashar, Laya Shore, Navas, say he love. Running new, Tadikim Bashar, Laya Shore, Navas, say he love. Tadi kim la yishari lo. Rani nu, la Zamru low Ho to Lashia
1: Monday morning on his day 30 in the County of the Omer. Bin, 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 bin. Good, good. Jacob Kornblue is with us live via telephone, Jewish Insider. Those of you who don't get the uh, Jewish Insider email each day will tell you how to, in fact, secure that for yourself to receive that in your uh, inbox. Uh, Jacob Kornblue on Twitter, at Jacob Kornbluh, K-O-R-N-B-L-U-H. He is one of the most effective and respected reporters um, in general and, of course, specifically in the Jewish community. Jacob Cornblue, good Monday morning. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Good to be with you, Nacho. I greatly appreciate that. So many things going on. I see you tweeted a moment ago that uh, the Israeli military is declining to comment on whether it carried out the uh, strikes against the Iranians who were in Syria on Sunday. Sound mysterious to you?
10: Well, the, the Israeli uh, cabinet, uh, security cabinet, is convening now uh, for an unscheduled meeting. Uh, reports over the weekend said that Netanyahu uh, has, uh, de- is determined to strike in Syria against Iranian targets no matter what the risk is. And this is different from previous times uh, in the past at least uh, 10 years. Uh, As Prime Minister, Netanyahu was was very cautious in acting against targets that are outside of Israel. Uh, Obviously, there are targets that are not discussed in the media as Israeli strikes, but according to foreign reports, because the Israeli media is not allowed to discuss that. But we're talking about open rhetoric and open threats. Uh, uh, Defense Minister Avigdor Lieberman was yesterday in New York he spoke at the Jerusalem uh, post-conference um, on Times Square, and he also reiterated that uh, the only threat right now is Iran, 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 and uh, Israel is not holding back from um, striking Iranian targets in Syria because they feel they have been left alone uh, to act against Iranian presence uh, in the region and um Iran itself even though um it is dealing now with the fallout of a possible decision by the president uh withdrawing from the Iranian nuclear deal they understand that the pressure is on them not necessarily just on the nuclear aspect but also on their ballistic missile program and their sponsorship of terrorism in the region so the heat is on them and they're trying to defer that by uh, obviously, as they have done over the past 30 years, by threatening Israel's uh, uh, existence. So uh, there's no uh, question that it's not only the rhetoric that is heating up, but also actions from both sides.
1: Jacob Cornblue with us. Yeah, but as you point out, it is, it is rare that uh, a leader in Israel would speak the way the Prime Minister has uh, regarding this potential activity, let's call it, against the Iranians, uh, do, do you think because of who occupies the White House, the, the vice, the, the uh, prime minister might feel a little bit more comfortable to uh, actually uh, to be bolder in his public statements?
10: I think uh, there, there's two aspects to that. One, uh, due to President uh, Trump's uh, consistent uh, stance of uh, U.S. troops withdrawing from the region. Uh, Israel feels it has to act. It cannot rely on the United States to keep uh, its presence in the region, and it can rely on Russia, obviously, uh, and the international community. We've seen uh, the U.N. resolutions, how they work out. While there hasn't been a war with Hezbollah since 2006, uh, Hezbollah uh, went from 10,000 rockets to over 100 thousands of rockets, and that's not only short-range ra- rockets. Those are also ballistic missiles and long-range uh, missiles. So uh, Israel feels, on one hand, while it has the support of the administration, Netanyahu spoke yesterday on the phone with Trump. That's also rare, because usually the phone calls between uh, the two leaders are not necessarily uh, uh, um Announced in the media right after they take place. Usually it gets leaked uh, by one of the sides a few days later. And this was an immediate uh, readout, uh, uh, was blasted out to the media by the White House. So mm. there's definitely a lot going on. And uh, the fact that uh, Trump is still at this moment, obviously, he hasn't declared otherwise, is uh, determined to withdraw from the region, uh, this gives Israel a, a little a free hand to act against Iran. But it also has to do with Netanyahu's legal problem. Uh, we all know that Netanyahu is not certain that he'll fill out his uh, term. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, his goal at the moment is to surpass July 2019 in becoming uh, Israel's longest-serving prime minister in the history of the Jewish state uh he needs a legacy he hasn't uh, uh uh at least uh compared to prime minister sharon uh, who had the disengagement infamous disengagement of gaza uh, prime minister Olmert, as it has been widely reported last month uh ha- attacked the syrian nuclear reactor in 2007 prime minister Rabin had the oslo accord uh you know So uh, Netanyahu needs a legacy. His legacy is he feels that he's on a mission to stop Iranian aggression, but also to stop Iran uh, threatening Israel's existence. And he feels that this is the moment that has come that Iran has established itself in the region as an open and direct threat against Israel that Israel cannot withhold and try to defer it to a certain uh, nuclear aspect of it, which is if Iran reaches the point of no return on its nuclear program, Israel will have to act or uh, request the United States to act. It feels that it cannot uh, let Iran establish a presence in the region. And Netanyahu feels, even though uh, there might be an indictment in the coming month. Uh, If there is a conflict in the region, and he's definitely the most experienced uh, in the job, and there's no alternative as of now in the Israeli political uh, spectrum uh, to Netanyahu when it comes to uh, uh, security issues, He feels that he at least can leave the mark on that.
1: Very interesting. Sort of sort of the way he behaves before each election, when you think about it, when he makes sure to remind the public that he's their best hope when it comes to security of Israel. Definitely. Jacob is with us, Jewish Insider. Go to jewishinsider.com. You'll see there something on the top that says Digest Sign Up. That's the daily morning email that I was referring to earlier. Everyone out there should make sure to get it. JewishInsider.com has the information. Uh, now, you I believe it was you, I believe it was you, uh, who first uh, publicly uh, broke the story or reported the fact that the President of the United States was not planning on being in Israel May the 14th for the embassy move. That being the case, what was your reaction over the weekend, specifically yesterday, Uh, when the rumors started that he, in fact, is seriously considering being there on May the 14th?
10: So, one, uh, this president is unpredictable, and he can change his mind whenever he decides to, uh, with a push of a button. Now, having said that, I've covered uh, Trump um, since uh, um, he won this election, and this I may and will see is very common for him. Uh, When you ask him about uh, the nuclear deal, when you ask him about North Korea, when you ask him about any subject, it's always, we'll see what happens. I may do it. I may not do it. So his answer on Friday indicated that he might be teasing us. He's not determined to give us a clear answer on that. However, uh, I've heard from certain people, and obviously in the news as well, that uh his base and uh, uh specifically his republican donor base is urging him um, to take even a twenty four hour trip to uh, uh participate in the inauguration just to send a message that uh the United States is determined to support Israel while uh maintaining uh a a, a slight uh, Chance of brokering a peace deal. There are reports that Trump might um, lay out his uh, long-anticipated peace plan right after the Jerusalem embassy opening, just to give some hope to the Palestinians and those who support the two-state solution. That has um, remains to be seen, but uh, there's definitely uh, a, a anticipation that the president might decide in the last minute to come. As of now, there are no plans uh, of his uh, participation. Uh, His name didn't come up in initial planning uh, in the uh, invitation list that was given uh, by the administration to their Israeli counterparts. And so far, the King David, uh, if you still want to spend $900 a night, you can still book a room in the King David Hotel, which usually... uh, When the presidents and uh, U.S. dignities come to Israel, they stay overnight there. So it still remains (laughs) to be seen. As I've said, uh, uh, President Trump likes to tease us. He likes to keep us on the edges. But then he's still unpredictable. He could change his mind. Uh, within
1: a split second. So that's interesting. One of the best ways to do reporting on this issue is to be in touch with the people at the front desk of the King David. (laughs) And I guess at this point, there's no reservation for him uh, for that night. Um, So he shouldn't be shocked, based on what you're saying, if he in fact is there in Israel May 14th. Should we be shocked if Jonathan Pollard is in Israel on May 14th? That is also
10: a question because uh, obviously, uh, Trump, based on his rhetoric uh, and based on his stance that America first, uh, it's very hard for an American president to grant uh, such parole for somebody who has been uh, accused of, of spying on the United States. especially if the president intends to come, he wouldn't want this to overshadow uh, his trip to Israel. Uh, this will be a widely seen as a, another gift uh, in, you know, a basket of many gifts that he's given Israel over the past year. And it will definitely overshadow uh, his, you know, nothing can overshadow Trump, but it will definitely uh, be in the headlines, and I doubt that Trump wants that to happen. Uh, having said that, if he does not, uh, if he decides um, not to participate Uh, he might give Israel uh, uh, that as a gift uh, in exchange for his participation.
1: Well, how did this start? How did this Pollard rumor begin? Uh, I mean, since
10: since Trump got elected, uh, the people who have been advocating for Pollard's uh, parole uh, have been working very hard behind the scenes. Uh, you well know that earlier this year, the president commuted the. Uh,
1: uh, the Rabashkin uh, sentence.
10: Rabaskin, right. uh, and that was a surprise. We didn't know about that because everything was done behind the scenes. I assume that the same is with Jonathan Pollard. He has expressed in public his desire to, uh, quote unquote, return home uh, to Israel. And I am pretty certain that uh, there has been uh, ongoing discussions about that. And it might happen. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's a prior balloon that you try to determine where the president is on that. And once he feels that the Israeli public and the American Jewish community is very supportive obviously he might decide, yeah, it's a good idea. Um, let me give Israel another gift and then... I'll roll out my peace plan and see what the answer is.
1: Hmm. Uh, Jacob Cornblue is with us, jewishinsider.com. Sign up for his daily email at that site. Um, locally, your reaction to Assemblyman Dove Heikin announcing that after close to four decades, he will no longer be after the 31st of December in the New York State Assembly?
10: Well, I think, you know, after 36 years, um, the Every star um, decides, you know, that it might be shady. Haykin uh, uh, um, has been very uh, vocal uh, in the past on Jewish issues, and even now he's taken on a few projects that overshadow his legislative record. Uh, his legislative record is not very uh, pretty. Uh, he's passed only one bill in 36 years. Uh, in the recent the budget discussion where Simcha Felder almost um, upheld uh, the, um, or held the fiscal up. year budget uh, over uh, the issues of yeshivas, his voice was not to be heard. So uh, his clout has definitely uh, been diminished since uh, Shelley Silver left Albany. He obviously was a very good friend of Shelley Silver, and they worked together uh, on very much uh, issues that pertain to the Jewish community, but in the last few years, uh, there has been a shift in the mood uh, to hike in, in Borough Park and Midwood because of the lack of his uh, legislative achievements. Obviously, you have to add to that there was an election last year. His son ran against an established uh, candidate who was put on the Democratic line by David Greenfield. Uh There was an election. A uh, very uh, competitive election and his son got crossed. That obviously had an impact on the heightened brand. You know, he put everything online. He went around saying, even if, you know, you don't like the way my son speaks or you think he has no previous record in order to get elected, do it for me as a uh, uh, a you know, token of appreciation. And when uh, the votes were counted, only 37% of Bar Park residents uh, voted for his son. So that definitely had an impact on his brand. And obviously, you know, Albany needs new blood. There's a candidate uh, in the running with the name Simcha Eichefkin, who's very well liked by the community, but also by community leaders. And he felt that if there would be an election, and again, uh, that's uh, hypothetical because there's no election and there's no polling to prove it. But based on the previous election, if there had been a primary uh, challenge uh, in, the, in September, uh, he could have been defeated. And uh, for him, for Dover Heiken, after 36 years of being the king of politics in Barclays, Uh, you know, he didn't want to have that on his record as being defeated by a young guy in the community. So he decided that he'll step down, he'll work on other issues, he'll still be uh, greatly appreciated and greatly uh, uh, remembered as a legislator who stood up for the Jewish community, was very vocal when it comes to Israel, to anti-Semitism, and to the Holocaust. And uh, I think people appreciate that he took the moment and he decided for his own sake, but also for the sake of the community, that is, is sometimes it's time to step down and let others lead.
1: Yeah, no question that his leadership is uh, exemplary in the Jewish world and has been out there on the forefront in so many things, both for the local Jewish community and for the international Jewish community in Israel. And that is to be admired. Um, so you mentioned Simcha Eichenstein. A lot of people um, are, uh, are thrilled, frankly, that his hat is in the ring. Do you think there'll be any other significant hats in the Democratic ring for the September primary?
10: Well, you can never rule it out because all it takes is 500 signatures or so to collect petitions. And uh, there's always a desire to ruin the process. Obviously, when it comes to institutional support and support on the street, I mean, since Simcha has announced, uh, there's uh, sort of an excitement of of a new era. Obviously, David Greenfeld was council member for 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 eight years, uh, and he uh, decided to step down, and Kalman Yeager took over. He's also perceived as somebody with new blood. Uh, To have two uh, lawmakers uh, again with Simcha Felder, even though he ain't a rookie but he has uh, pretty much stepped up his game in Albany in recent years He is going to be seen as a key vote uh, if the Democrats fail to win an outright majority if it's split after the November elections 31 seats for the Republicans 31 seats for the Democrats Simcha Felder will be uh, the one who holds the balance, uh, the you know the balance of power right. in his hands. Um, I believe that the community feels that this is a new era uh, where there are so many challenges uh, on funding, on uh, our education system, uh, and so on. And the fact that a person like Simcha Eisenstein who has been in Albany uh, over the past decade and has helped uh, Mayor de Blasio uh, navigate all these complex issues when it comes uh, in relationship with uh, the Orthodox Jewish community, um, I think that the community feels that uh, we have one of our guys who is actually uh, interested um, in the legislative aspect, not necessarily just in the politics of being out there uh, to advocate on issues as a representative of the community, but to actually achieve things uh, in coalition, in work with other legislators who have different priorities. Uh, Obviously, Simcha will be, uh, if elected, part of the Democratic uh, supermajority in Albany, but uh, with his relationships, he might achieve things that... um, the community hasn't gotten for years.
1: Very interesting. If the president goes to Israel, do you go with him or not?
10: Uh, It all depends on my schedule. I have to publish the daily kickoff every morning, and if that complicates my work, I'll decide to stay in New York and serve my people.
1: you do that five days or a week or six? Five days, but I work uh, six plus.
10: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Whenever there's an extra hour. And believe me that we know. Jacob Kornbluh, much appreciated. Anybody out there uh, who wants the email, get it every day. We highly recommend it. Go to jewishinsider.com. Thank you, Jacob. Have a good day. Jacob Kornbluh, one of the most amazing reporters out there and has a tremendous hold on So many news items, especially vis-à-vis the Jewish community. Seven minutes before nine o'clock. More coming up. It's J.M. in the A.M. Shalom,
3: shalom, shalom, shalom.
7: Ureivanim levanecha, shalom, shalom. A o Yisrael, ureivanim levanecha, shalom, shalom. Ureivanim. Livan Shalom, Shalom, Al Israel, Hurray, Banim, Livan Shalom, Shalom.
1: J.M. in the A.M., Ure Vanim, that's Jordan and Adam together uh, with that selection. Ready to wrap things up. Again, a reminder, Mayor Weingarten is next with the Israel Show. Always an amazing show. Today he takes a look at the 10 young lives that are wiped away by a flash flood in Israel last week. He'll look at several aspects of the tragedy, exploring pre-army Michinot, acts of heroism, and a most familiar Pasuk in Tehillim, which connects to the events in the Negev. And, of course, and not to be missed, slow and inspirational Israeli music mix, all next on The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. That is next here at the Nahum Siegel Network. After that, don't forget Yoni Pollack discusses the world of sports. It's called After Further Review. He'll discuss the world of sports between 10 and 11. And then Jake Novak. Jake Novak with a brand-new show for us. Uh, Novak Now. Politics, government, um, economy part of Jake's presentation each and every week. Check it out. Novak now between uh, 11 and 12 um, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Jake Novak between 11 and 12 every Monday. Excuse me, between um, 11 and 11.30 every Monday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We look forward to uh, hearing him today. Um. Many of you, of course, are familiar with what happened uh, over Pesach. The Kaplan and Levin families um, with the terrible tragedy of uh, Elisheva and Yisrael um, perishing in that uh, horrifying car accident. Tonight, in memory of Elisheva, Kaplan, and Yisrael Levin, an evening of inspiration, tonight at 8 p.m., To mark the Shloshim, presenters include Rabbi Kenneth Hain of the uh, Congregation Beth Shalom, Rabbi Moshe Brown, Agudas Yisrael of West Lawrence, Rabbi Ephraim Shapiro, Shari Tevila of North Miami Beach. It is tonight, 8 p.m. at Congregation Beth Shalom, 390 Broadway in Lawrence. Sponsored by Yeshiva Darachet Torah, Achiezer, Torah Academy for Girls, Agudas Yisrael of West Lawrence, Congregation Beth Shalom, Congregation Knesset Yisrael. In memory of Elisheva Kaplan and Yisrael Levin as their Shloshim approaches. That is happening tonight, 8 p.m. at Beth Sholem on Broadway in Lawrence. We uh, remind the, the Kaplan and Levin families that they continue to be in our thoughts. Achinu and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world and the web at NachumSigl.com. On the NachumSigl Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app whoa what is going on here I hope we don't have a problem with this disc I can tell you that much thanks so much for tuning in plenty tomorrow starting at 6am Logbomer is Thursday make sure you tune in all week but certainly Thursday for the big Jewish music blowout which will begin probably way before 6am frankly Um, Mayor Weingarten and the Israel show is next followed by Yoni Pollack after further review and Jake Novak with Novak Now it's a Monday after all here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Monday. Until tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.